Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Aaron B, and I'm back. I know it's been a minute. You know how life goes sometimes, but I'm back to drop an episode for y'all. And we're going to break down the firing of Bill O'Brien, the highlights and lowlights of his career as the Houston Texans coach, and then who could be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. We're basically just going to be a Texas twist podcast, and we just talk in Texas because we're also going to talk about our Dallas Cowboys and Xavier Woods' thoughts on effort. We're definitely getting that, and the possible comeback of a six-time Pro Bowler safety, and we're going to get into who is in the looks for a safety. Take a guess, but let's get into this episode. Peace. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Aaron B, and I'm back. And we're gonna talk about first is the Bill O'Brien is officially no longer the head coach of Houston Texans after an 0-4 record. And we're gonna talk about his lowlights and his highlights. I like to get the bad done first. Then give it the good. Like, if you got to tell me something, tell me the bad news first. And we end it off with the good news. Don't give me the good and then give me the bad. Please. Don't do that. <laughs> but we're going to get into it. So, his lowlights were the 2-4 and four playoff record of .33% of winner percentage. And the biggest one here, man. It happened recently this year in 2020. <laughs> he traded the one of the best receivers in the game for a magic beanstalk, basically. No offense to David Johnson, who was a heck of a running back, but he's on the injury prone side and he's kind of on the de- he's on the decline as, as a running back. And they got a fourth round pick from 2020, a second 2020 round pick, and I think they traded that. Second round pick to be honest with you, I got I had to go into details, and then next year fourth round pick. Is that really is that even an even trade? <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is balling out right now for Arizona, so that's definitely one his that is his biggest low light of his head coaching career, the Texans. And the next one, in addition to his playoff record. The the your Kansas City Chiefs that near Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs have stopped him twice from making the playoffs from in twenty fifteen and in twenty nineteen. And like I said, I went in and off on the highlights. Had a winning even all this we talked mess about Bill O'Brien. This man still ended up with a almost not not too far apart, but a winning record. With 52 and 48 as the Houston Texan coach. And has reached the AFC Divisional Playoffs games in 2016 and 2019. Wish the best of luck for him, but it was time to move on. Now let's break into who would I think that would be the best head coaching possibility to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. 
I broke it down into the worst case, which I'm not a big fan of, but I heard rumors that he's on this list. Uh, in-house hiring, in my best case scenario as their head coach. And I'm going to break down their, their pros and why they're probably even on this list. But, you know what, I'm going to start off with the in-house hiring, which is a, a coach that's already on the team. And this coach is already the interim head coach of the Houston Texans and the assistant head coach. And that is Mr. Romeo Cornell, who's been on the team since 2014 as a defensive coordinator and as assistant head coach. Has Super Bowl experience as an assistant coach under Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick with the Patriots and the Giants. You know, I got that connection with two great coaches. His biggest con has only had one winning record in his whole career as a head coach, and his record is 28-55. and 55. And, and, and some, if you're looking at long-term, and this one is a con, the man is 73 years old and is supposed to be 74 in June, so he would definitely be the oldest head coach out there. And let's get, let's, like I say, well, I think, Get the ugly out of the way. No offense to this man, but I heard rumor on Twitter that they're in the looks of current head coach. I don't think he's going to be the head coach of the Jets next year is Mr. Adam Gase, who worked under Mike Martz in John Fox. I hope I didn't butcher his name with the last name Martz. Coached Peyton Manning as offensive coordinator in Denver. Thought to be a top offensive mind and be a successful head coach, and that has not shown he has a record of 30 and 30, 30 and 38 as NFL head coach. Only one winning season in his first year with the Miami Dolphins, and uh, one playoff appearance as Miami Dolphin coach. And then his record is zero and one. This man a few few years ago was supposed to be the next big thing, and that did not pan out. Things happen, but we're gonna get into the good. Now, this is this is this is opinion based. Who I think would be the best head coach for this team, and it's coming from a Cowboys fan. I'm trying to. This is a non biased opinion. I'm gonna not get to give y'all this random person. <laughs> But I feel like this would be the perfect coach. And he's offensive mind and who recently just won a Super Bowl's offense coordinator for this team. And that man is Eric Ben uh, Benemy. <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher this brother's name. I apologize if I did. I'm sorry. A former NFL running back and former NFL running back coach for Adrian Peterson, who when he was under his tutelage, has had him lead led the NFC in rushing in twenty in oh seven and oh eight. He has coached under Andy Reid since twenty thirteen as the running back coach from twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen, and has been the offensive coordinator since twenty eighteen. A su- Super Bowl championship from last year, and has coached D. Patrick Mahomes. The biggest con about him is he has no head coaching experience, so he's this this would be his first time head coaching. He's been on, he's been they've been saying he's gonna be a head coach, but it hasn't happened. But if I was the 
Houston Texans, I guess I'd be doing at the end of this season. Knocking on his door, saying, we need you to be the head coach, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> but we're going to have a commercial break and get into the last two segments of this podcast. Y'all enjoy our commercials. Peace. My effort's been good. I mean, in certain plays, uh, certain plays, some guy, uh, I mean, me included, uh, it may be a lack, but overall, the effort is there. Uh, I mean, you don't expect, I mean, we're in the NFL, you don't expect guys to pull speed for 70 plays. Uh, that's not that's not possible. But um, we're going to push, push, push as hard as we can. Uh, I mean, we know, you, can, you don't expect a backside corner to go make a play on the opposite side. Uh, he, he running full speed the whole time. It's just it's not possible. What up? I'm back. Did y'all miss me? <laughs> but let's, let's get back into it, man. We just heard what Xavier Woods says that we don't we, we can't really expect us to go 100 percent for 70 plays. What? <laughs> what? So in your whole football career, no coach, no coach ever told you to go 100% every play. Uh, apparently, 70 plays. I'm just you know, walk a little bit on some plays. No, no, no. I was told in high school that if you don't know your assignment, go 100% because if you ain't going 100%, that's one one of these. I was on defense, so one of these offensive linemen gonna lay you the f out <laughs> because if you ain't going 100, they going 100, percent and they 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 see you gonna look like a deer in headlights, you gonna be knocked out. <laughs> just saying, and that's just maybe over exaggeration, but they got their point across. So you're telling me, so the players not gonna go 100. percent This is the thing that's wrong with the Cowboys. There's no. <laughs> There's no accountability, no leadership. They're just, they're telling us all this type of interviews. Yeah, we're going to play better. Yeah, we were soft and all this stuff. It's time to put your money where your mouth is and play football. Play like you have some damn hunger, and that's what we're not seeing. Especially when we've seen them play against the Browns and Odell Beckham. Ran a sweep with full speed. Everybody else on the Cowboys, oh, jogging like, oh, no, I really had to go. Oh, you get him now. I get him now. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, you know, well, I'm going to take a playoff. And that's why a team almost had 50 points on you. And you try to make a comeback. And you could have just did, had effort, had there's nobody accountability on this defense. This defense is terrible. He's like, oh, this is the scheme they're in. No, it's the players as well. Everybody needs to be held accountable on each and every level of this team. And it's our defense is atrocious, terrible, trash, garbage, juice, all that. But I'm done ranting. Y'all need to get it together. And shoot, let's add on to the Xavier Woods. You're lucky you didn't have Jimmy Johnson because he'd have probably took you in the office and said, hey, what do you think about Miami or Cleveland? These are just random teams. No offense to y'all's organizations, but they say, what about those players, coach? Well, 
you're going to go there and have a nice trip. Something like that. Our general manager is our owners, and they think everything is fine when the house is on fire. And they're like, ah, everything's fine. Everything will work out. We're not going to make any moves. We're good. What we got? I roll my eyes every time because I know they're going to say the same lie. But uh, I'm going to go on my last note on. Like I said, the six-time Pro Bowler that who recently retired last year's would consider a comeback, and that is the Eric Weddle, former safety of the the Chargers, the the Ravens, and the Rams. He said, "Hey, I'm willing to come back." And why it transitioned to what we just got done talking about is what are the Cowboys looking for? A lot of stuff, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but they need a safety. The safety help has been trash. Yeah, they hit a little bit. There's, there's been long, long coverages. But you say, the only knock on Eric Well is his age. He's 35 years old. He's not the same guy he was with the Chargers, but he's never really had a problem with durability. He's a leader. He never got any trouble or anything like that, so you can't say his character. He's always that high character. A willing tackler and can make plays. And those are things that this team needs is people that are leaders and makes plays, smart players. That's definitely what the secondary this whole team needs. I know one person one player does not make a difference. A whole difference, but but it does make some makes a difference on it when you have no you need somebody to help somebody accountability, and they need that. They need that player slash coach in the same way they had with Al Harris. Now they can have with Eric Weddle. That's what they need on this team, and we need to see that because this team right now is trash. And we can say, oh, "Look, we're in the trash con- uh, conference or whatever you want to call it." NC East, yep, one of the worst. Three and twelve, y'all. Three and twelve. Let that sink into your spirit right now. <laughs> yeah. You won't see me buy one of those shirts if we went to NC East because that's, that's not a prize. That's just a consolation prize or one of those participation trophies. Get that out of here. Get y'all team together. And, and that's the podcast today, y'all. I just ran it a little bit, but I'll give y'all a little bit of something, something. Hopefully come back next week for y'all. Y'all have a great one. Peace.